Okay, guys, I am really excited to release this podcast, but because I'm the mindset perspective guy, I have to, I just have to say this first. Starting this podcast has been something I've wanted to do for a long time and finally decided to do it. It's, it's difficult. It takes a lot of time putting it together, especially in the beginning and putting myself and my opinions out there is not something that is always easy, right? And when we start something, we want everything to go perfect. We know that it won't, but it still kind of sucks when it doesn't, you know? So my first interview, I wanted to have Bryce Kelly on. He's obviously a master of his craft, but I wanted to dig into his mindset about how he tackles some of these nasty jobs that he takes on. Like, what, is it, what does it take? Like, not, not physically to push the dent out, but mentally to, to take on things that you're unsure that you can make perfect. So he said he'd absolutely come on. I was stoked about that, right? I'm like, Bryce Kelly, first interview, new podcast. I mean, this is exciting stuff, right? So 15 minutes into our Zoom recording call, Zoom just crashes, right? The We're having a great podcast. Things are good. I have one hour of his time and Zoom goes down. Thought we had the audio backed up, but we didn't. So, right, just starting this thing, pushing past some of the difficulties and making it happen. I get an hour of his time and now I have half a podcast in the end. So in this episode, Bryce will actually talk, he'll actually talk about how you handle dents when you run into adversity, Right. How do you overcome those obstacles when you're pushing, you think things going to go one way and then all of a sudden it goes a different way? So how do you have, how do you have perspective that those things happen for you and not to you in life, right? In dent repair in life. So maybe, maybe Zoom crashing wasn't a negative in the end. Maybe it was the lesson of the entire thing, a lesson in how I can or we can actually handle the adversity. Anyway, Bryce finishes what he starts and he does it well from dent repair to podcasts. So he came back on two weeks later, gave me a little bit more of his time to re-record the first half that crashed into the abyss of the Zoom world and can never be found again. And this time is 10 times better than, than the first time we recorded. I kid you not, it's so much better. So that's the lesson for the day. Now, here's Bryce Kelly. Enjoy. What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. And let's welcome to the PDR Coach Podcast, Bryce Kelly. What's up, man? Hey, how are you, man? Great, Doing great. Here. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, man, without a doubt. So we're going to start you off with a question right off the bat. And we're going to say, everyone knows who you are. I would believe that's listening to this podcast. They know you fix the big stuff. Um, they know you every time. Uh, there's a meme going around right now, actually, that every time Bryce Kelly posts the, posts the, uh, the repairs, everyone's like, oh, my God. I saw that. So let's go right <laughs> to the point. Do you think that everyone, anyone can repair dents like you if they want to? I absolutely think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, depending on uh, you know, how much grit you're willing to put forth, uh, I mean, I think anything is possible. Um, you know, it really just comes down to um, just basically – Understanding the metal, for one, the fundamentals of it are a really big aspect of this. Um, but also, you know, just, you know, the, the repetition 
is mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest, um, showing the biggest up aspects it, for huh? sure. Showing yeah. up and doing it. So that's the Show biggest thing. Me. Hustle, hustle, grit, and just, just doing it for the years and years that it takes. Obviously, I think so. I think, you know, experience just plays a huge role. I mean, having that, that auction experience from when I first started, that was, uh, I mean, I think key in getting to the level that I'm currently putting out. So, um, yeah. Let's take a step back real quick and just ask you how you got into PDR. You didn't start by doing these types of repairs, obviously. No, of course not. (laughs) I I actually, um, well, I first started, um, I got into it based on like my dad kind of recommending it to me um, because we would have like uh, occasional like dent repair technicians come into the shop that we were working at. My dad's a mechanic. So I worked as a, you know, alongside him as a mechanic for about five years. And um, I would see these guys come in and do the repairs. And I was just kind of mesmerized by what could be done the possibilities. And, you know, these were wholesale repairs I was seeing. And I really kind of would, you know, after the guy was done fixing it, I would walk over and I'd say, man, there's gotta be a way to get that even closer. I mean, I was amazed just you know looking at what they did but the fact that you know it was kind of unfinished kind of just really intrigued me and and, Mm -hmm. um pushed me into trying to figure out how to do painless dent repair and that's what i i I did i flew out to san diego and spent a week at a company called right look and um had a really good trainer learned the fundamentals i mean i was i was still in the dark for a a really long time um but you know i the, the fact that um, I, I actually, had, I did a little bit of advertising uh, just to kind of get my, my foot in the door to dealerships and, and auctions. And sure enough, uh, this, <laughs> this guy that worked at an auction uh, was at a gas station and he literally looked down and, and saw my business card in a puddle of water, picked it up. And that is what pretty much started this whole journey. So just him calling me saying, I have all these cars. I've got a guy there now currently that's just not meeting our needs. Um, you know, he literally drinking on the job and I just basically, uh, jumped to the opportunity and, uh, got in there and I, I never looked back. I just basically jumped in and swam, uh, and learned it. So I love how those little moments can change, you know, can it's, change a lot. It's amazing. And I think I'm, I'm a big proponent of it. And I say it, there's a few guys, but I think you're, you're one of them. That's always, like I said, I always say post it on your, um, on your Instagram or Facebook, I'll say carry the torch because you're the guy that's showing <laughs> what is possible. And, and I that's appreciate good, it. And, and if it wasn't for that card that was left in the gas station parking lot, that's the new marketing key, right? Is just leave cards all over. The that's ground. it. That's <laughs> never know when you find the next Bryce Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. on this, on this podcast, like I, I love hearing about the repairs, love hearing those stories and everything, but I, I like digging into the mindset side of things. I think that's the biggest thing in business and in life. And, I think I just want to know when you're going into those repairs, when, I mean, even you may be questioning the quality or the ability for you to get that thing perfect. What's the mindset going into that thing? Like, I'm just going to do whatever it takes. Do you run into hurdles when you hit those hurdles? What do you, what do you do? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, and, and basically the way I look at it is I, I, I'll always pre-screen every job that comes in. And basically, um, you know, based on my experience, I'll say to myself, uh, I know I can probably do something with this. If not, I can probably glass it, make it perfect for this customer. But it really all comes down to, um, for one, the compensation part of things, you know, the, the quality of the customer, the type of customer that's 
seeking your services. And, um, you know, I just, I try to see what I can offer, you know, to this customer when they, when this, this arises here. So, um, when we're dealing with obviously like getting paid for the job, like with insurance money, um, your mindset's a little bit different. Like you, you want to do the best quality work you can. And, um, you know, you, you want to just basically just give the customer what they want. And, um, I've always found that, you know, just get, you know, getting those pre-screened, uh, text messages really helpful. And then when you actually get there and look at it half the time, it's, it's, I just kind of like roll with it, you know, because metal is, is, is very reactive. You know, it's a reactive thing. You do one thing and something else happens and you just kind of follow the path. And that's how I've always, uh, you know, basically fixed this type of damage. So, so like there, there was one example um, that I think was a black Hyundai door. I think it was really stretched. You took the door off. You got everything, the power PDR box, all, all the techniques. Like when you saw that on the car, you were like, yeah, I can, I can totally fix that. Or you, was there doubt? Well, yeah, I mean, there, there, there is always doubt. I mean, but the fact of the matter is, is like, uh, as, as you start to progress doing the repair, just actually getting there and, and doing it, um, there's kind of a sense of um, you kind of put yourself in a position like a, a mock-up position. Like if I don't fix this dent, my family's going to get kidnapped or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you kind of put that in your head, like the worst possible scenario. And um, it really does kind of work in a way. It's a, it's, it's, I just kind of like uh, put up that mock-up scenario and um, you know, it, in the back of my mind, it, it's always uh, worked for me you know, as far as that's concerned. So. Essentially, it's a uh, like almost a quite literally do or die for you. in that that's scenario. the way I look at it. I mean, every tricking your brain, you're into- tricking your brain. Yes, exactly. And um, you almost like trick your brain into having more confidence than you really do. But, um, you know, getting, you know, just just doing it and actually watching the things happen. And, you know, and you have these processes that you use with each repair. Um, as you go along and, uh, you know, you, you start to see results and, and it gets you ready for the next one. You know, your confidence level goes up each job that you do, after, you know, after that. So. so is there just out of curiosity, cause I, I've been talking about, to a few technicians about this, but I think a lot of times we get to a point in a repair where we start asking, you're always asking yourself questions in your head and that's a huge part of our life. So when you walk in there to see the car, you're like, okay, how am I going to do this? What tools am I going to use? All these things. And sometimes when you get to a point where, you become unsure, like it's, you know, it's oil canning, or you didn't think there was going to be a brace right there or whatever. Sometimes those, those questions can switch to negative thoughts. Like, right. What if I can't finish this right? Or what if the customer doesn't think it is perfect? And do you find that to be a more difficult? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always found, um, you know, on the communication part of things, you know, as long as you're, you know, upfront with the customer um, from the get go, from the beginning of the repair and you state, you know, this is a very, difficult repair for any technician out in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we may not get you to an absolute flawless result, but we will get you to extremely close. And I think you'll be very happy yeah. um, with this end result. But you know, during think, those, during the repair though. And yeah. you're, so you're basically, it's like, okay, you're setting expectations in the beginning and then you're putting yourself in a do or die situation. Like I'm fixing this. If I don't, my family's gone. Like that's, that's the, that's the brain trickery. I love it. I've never done that, but that's interesting. That's an interesting scenario. It's not like you're not walking into it 
saying like, oh, maybe I can, maybe I can't, but if I don't, it's not that big a deal because it's you, you know, have, pushing the like, when, I, when I wake up in the morning, you have to win the day. Yeah. I mean, I go out and I want to win. Like, that is like, um, <laughs> like the biggest thing. I mean, you will have failures. There's, there's no questions. Um, you know, there are times when, you know, during this path of getting to the best possible version of yourself mm-hmm. you could possibly be, um, you know, you're going to run into failures, but you do learn from these failures. I mean, you're going to learn something. And, um, you know, through that, you know, it, it just basically it makes you more confident. And, you know, you just, I don't know, it, it's, it's a hard thing to explain and, and kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, I, it, it is. It's a real it. tough thing to explain. You know? I love it so far. It's positive mindset. It's asking yourself the right questions. It's putting yourself in a scenario where you sure. can't fail and you, there, you will always find a way. I think we always have inside of us more than we actually think that we're capable of. And then we start proving that to ourselves and we can sure. be better. Exactly. You articulated that way better than I did. <laughs> so. Okay. So Zoom just crashed on us. And just like we talked about earlier in overcoming the obstacles of doing net repairs, same thing with everything, same thing with building a podcast and a business and doing net repair that you're going to face adversity and you got to just do it anyways, right? So we're back. Um, What's what's a perfect repair? Like, what are you, what is your end result that you're going for? Is it so the customer can't see it or so you can't see it or what, what's the, where do you um, stop? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think kind of, um, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one, but it really depends on the scenario at hand. I mean, you've got the, the customer just seeking a major improvement. Uh, then again, you know, major improvement to me is like mm-hmm. as fair, as far as I can take it, you know, for the most part. Um, I do struggle. That's something I struggle with. I think, you know, trying to figure out where to stop on, on a lot of these repairs. Um, what, do you, what do you struggle with? You think, I mean, I can't imagine that you struggle with stopping too early. It doesn't seem like I can imagine you struggle with spending too much time. I mean, well, well, it, it goes both ways. I mean, you know, there's the, the time crunch thing. Budgeting your time is so critical on some of these large scale repairs because one thing I don't want to do is go back the second day and finish it off. I just, just do not, I don't have the time for that, unfortunately. Mm. So I will literally stay till 10 o'clock at night, some cases. Mm. And my wife hates me. But uh, for the most part, you know, uh, I I think it really does depend on the customer. Um, If if I see that, obviously, it's a brand new car, um, and super low miles, I'm going to price it according to the software and hope for the best as far as like, you know, if they accept the estimate or not. Um, and then try to fix it to back, back to factory spec. And when I say factory, I mean, just try to match the peel, you know, match the orange peel the best I can. So, um, that's not always the case though. (laughs) So on some of these jobs, so. Absolutely. I mean, um, most guys obviously we're showing the ones that we do nail it. And that's okay. I think most people know that. Um, maybe yeah, yeah. But if, they, if they don't and you're a new guy out here and because I've worked with some new people that um, look up to people like you and just to hear you say that not every repair has to be perfectly perfect in every, every way. 
what does it come down to ultimately? What are we doing? We're making people happy. Yeah, yes. So, and that's it's between you and the customer. And mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with between two dent guys, you know, going at it about a repair, which I get lots of, you know. And uh, I got to tell you, man, it's like, you know, <laughs> people got to mind their own business when it comes to that stuff. You know, it's like between me and the customer. Yeah. Control. As as, yeah. We just got to, you know, aim to please. And if they're happy in the end, that's it. You nailed it. Yeah. I just recorded a podcast episode earlier today. It hasn't come out yet, but this, the thesis of the entire thing is to be a legitimate den company. It is setting expectations for the customer and then meeting those expectations. That's right. what, what dent repair is. So awesome. customer doesn't want to pay 1500 bucks. They want to pay seven. You can provide them a pair for seven and they're happy with seven and they give you seven. That's you're a legit dent company. Not that's that hard. You know, it's like uh, people make it seem too hard. You know, to yeah. figure. I mean, we're just, we're making people happy. That's all it comes down to. So. All right. I'm going to ask you a personal question because we all deal with it. It's not PDR related, but we've all stayed till 10 o'clock doing uh, dent repair. Sure. How do you handle that in the personal life with the wife? Um, man, that's, that's a good question. And she's probably listening right now. Yeah. She's like, oh, this <laughs> is <not> um, okay. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it, honestly, if, if I know that um, I'm going to hit some rocky territory mm-hmm. on a repair, um, I'm calling. Yeah, communication is the biggest thing with me. I think um, phone calls, uh, even with customers, not only my family, uh, Communication is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest keys to success in this business, I think. You know, just uh, always maintaining communication. So uh, I'll let her know that, you know, it's going to be a while. I may, you know, get home past dinner or kids might be in bed or something. And um, it's not always, but it's there, there are times, you know, I get home really late. Um, but it's, uh, it also has a lot to do with, um, you know, your reputation riding out, you know, because I'm not walking away from something I'm not happy with. I just, I can't do it. You know, it's, it's one if, of my, if you set the expectation and price for perfection. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You nailed it. And you know, and it's the same thing with the wife, right? I mean, isn't it expectations? I mean, things change mid repair, oh. mid day, mid life. And it's oh. all about recalibrating that exactly. situation, whether it's you're dealing with your wife, your child, your customer, body shop, whatever it is, it's a similar Absolutely. type of thing. Um, Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I, I one of the thing, one of the uh, sayings that I have in my coaching business that I think every business, every business problem is just a personal problem that's disguised. And so, I think the same way we treat our lives, the same way we treat all the situations in our lives, the same way. That exactly. Our customers. That's great. That's great. Yeah. What's your week look like? I mean, you're doing these these big, you know, nasty repairs. Are you? Are you doing dealer work? Are you doing body shops? Are you scheduling, you know, I, big repairs a week out because you're busy? What's what's it look like? Yeah, you know, I um, I actually don't do any dealership. I've got one dealer that mm. I've been loyal to for about 15 years. Mm. That you know, they gave me my first shot, and I'll always remember that, and I'll remain loyal to them forever. You know, um, and you know, I go there probably about once or twice. Uh, I would say every couple of weeks, I'll go there. You know. And, um, the rest of it's all retail, you know, just going to people's houses and offices all day. And, um, you know, I've been just kind of taking them as they come in. And, uh, right now, especially, I'm kind of, I, I've dialed down the, the whole texting thing and more, um, it's more of an intimate conversation over the phone where I can, you know, 
uh, actually talk to the customer and, you know, kind of get my sales <laughs> tactics back to the, where they were in the beginning, when I kind of started listening to the, you know, the other PDR college podcasts yeah, and all that learning stuff. Learning as much as you can, learning as much as you can, how to sell. Exactly. To say. Yeah. And so, you, so you said you got away from that a little bit because I did, I, I kind of let that slip away. Um, I, I think that's an important aspect of, of this. Uh, we talk about communication mm-hmm. and, you know, big thing with me is like, you know, time and being efficient. And uh, a lot of it has a, a lot to do with me texting, you know, and I really, I try to do a lot of my business through text message and sure. a lot of people don't, you know, a lot, a lot of drunk guys don't like that or think that's ridiculous, but Hey, you know what? Listen, it works for me. And, um, I've been consistent. I have a system in place that I, you know, I wake up at five in the morning, every morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, I will literally go through all my text messages, you know, and get back to the people that I told I'd get back to within 24 hours because I can't do it during the day. Mm-hmm. So I wake up in the morning, I spend about two hours, you know, hour and a half just going through and preparing detailed estimates and sending them back, you know, price ranges, broad, broad ranges. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I've kind of just, you know, dialed that down and, and in the morning I'll, you know, eight o'clock I'll wake up and start making some calls and I'll have the whole day filled up, you know, before I know it. So, yeah, I was going to ask you that. So when you're on these, you know, even on these big repairs or just going throughout your day, are you, you're one man show, obviously, right? I'm one one man show. So are you, are you sectioning out time throughout the day to make calls? Can you just, can you just give us that exactly? I kind of miss exactly what you're talking about. So you're, you're fixing dance all day. You're, it really yeah. not answering the phone, kind of texting people back, but the next morning you're getting up and yeah, what, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to limit myself being on the phone during repairs. Yes. I mean, that's just, you know, it's just me in the dent. Yeah. And that's, that's what I, uh, you know, look forward to is, is being there listening to what's going on and being one with the dent. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you know, exciting. when you're doing these crazy jobs, I mean, you literally have to focus like, it's, it's everything you've got for seven to eight hours, you know? So, you know, when the phone calls come in, I'll take the call. I'll try to make it as brief as I can, send them to video or pictures. I try to get pictures or video from them. That really speeds the process up. Um, I'll get those pictures, you know, basically, um, you know, letting them know I received their pictures and, you know, letting them know everything's a good candidate. I'll respond within 24. I'll let, I let them know that I'm going to respond within 24 hours basically. And they respond, thank you. I look forward to it. Then I get back to them first thing in the morning with a response. So. Gotcha. So I like, I like, love all the marketing stuff. There's a lot of people in this space that you can learn all that stuff from. So I appreciate you answering that, but I want to go back to the whole being one with the dent thing. <laughs> I like the mindset <laughs> stuff. I like the, yeah the, the mental part of dent repair. Not so much. It is physical, but there's a mental part to it. And I think that that you've been able to capture that more than a lot of other people can. So what does that mean to you? I mean, to not answer the phone, to not get distracted and just take the dent from beginning to end, almost like, um, and being in a hundred percent, almost like an athlete is in a game. Yeah. Just talk about that a little bit if you can. Yeah. You know, when you, like I mentioned before, it's kind of a reactive thing and, you know, after doing this for so long, uh, you know, you kind of have stages during the repair. Like if you're just kind of getting the bulk of the dent up and you're in the process of doing that, you know, you've got, you know, kind of 
sectioned off, you know, these different areas on the den that you want to kind of get through. And then you kind of, um, you know, once I get through that, I might, you know, take a little snack break, just go over there for five minutes and then come back. And then I get into the process of, you know, kind of balancing everything out and knocking everything back down. And it just, I kind of like have processes like throughout the stages of the repair that I do. And once I get into them, I'm kind of like in the zone. You know, I, I really, it's hard for me to break free. Um, so once, um, you know, once a, you know, a phone call comes in, like I said, I'll answer it. I have no problem answering. I mean, I literally, I take every call that comes in, you know, every call is an opportunity uh, or a potential customer that wants to spend money with you. So you have to answer the phone. And that's, that's, I don't want people to take me the wrong way. I do answer the phone. So, um, but you're not spending the 10, 15 minutes no, it takes no, to go exactly. to exactly. Yeah, I just try to be as efficient as I can with the time that I have budgeted for that repair. And if I if I know I'm like, you know, punching, the, I, I'm pushing up against the clock and, you know, my family's waiting for me or something, I'll just, you know, I'll say, listen, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you soon and uh, just send me whatever you can. Video is like the biggest, I think, um, the most powerful form of reference in, in terms of getting uh it's just so convenient, you know, because you're essentially there looking at their car and the reflections. You can, I mean, people will say you can't give a good estimate, but man, you've been doing this for so long. You know, it's like, you know what you're getting into on a lot of these jobs and all the software that's available to you, Facebook pictures, you know, so I use that, you know, as much as I can, you know? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, so as far as repairing the dents, going back to that a little bit, what, what's your opinion or what is your setup on tools? Do you, do you have every tool? Do you have like the 10 go-to tools? Like when you're looking at a dent to repair it, I'm guessing you're going through your head like, okay, I'm going to use these three tools. Yeah, that's, that's actually a really good question. I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, someone asked me if I do a video like on like just the setup that I have and I'll be honest with you, like my setup is like so primitive and like messy. It's just, it's, it's all over the place. I don't really have a set uh, type of tool that I like on every pair. Every pair is different. So they require different tools and techniques. So um, usually what I'll do is I'll, I'll basically, I've got my tools in the back of my van. They're kind of scattered, but I kind of know where everything is. So I'll grab a couple tools and whatever seems to work, put it in the, the work pile. So I've got a little pile on the side. So there's probably going to, I'll end up with about maybe five tools at the end mm -hmm. out of about maybe 30 that I went through, mm -hmm. you know, but for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm kind of using those tools throughout and I just, I clean those off and I, or I clean them up, put them back in the van, the ones that I'm not using. I just keep those tools out with me. And, um, that really kind of, you know, helps keep the process efficient as efficient and smooth as possible. So, yeah. I like that. So you're, you're, yeah, you're trying everything and actually cleaning up your workspace. You do have a lot of tools. I do have a lot of tools. I yeah. mean, I, I mean, you can never have <laughs> yeah, that one. Tools. I, th th there are people that can get away with using, you know, four or five tools, but I'm just not that guy. I, I mean, I literally have just, it's a mess in the beginning and then I kind of weed it down to a couple, you know, a few in the, in the end. So. Gotcha. That's awesome. So, um, if you could, we've talked for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes or whatever. Um, can you name one thing that you could put your finger on? I know you said there's this like pivot points 
in in our arc of of the dent repair career you said the people that gave you the shot at the auction the dealer that gave you that shot still loyal to them can you pinpoint when you started doing repairs that other just other people aren't doing i know there had to have been a point sure. where you were yeah kind of surpassed that level can you are you able to you know where that where that happened or what happened in your head vividly actually yeah i i um i remember the day that i was at the auction and i literally um was being fired (laughs) out of that auction uh that day and all my eggs were in one basket Mm -hmm. so my marketing was not in place so you know it took that it took me getting, you know, pushed out of that, that auction account um, because of price um, to, to really make me understand, you know, what marketing was and, and, you know, just how good of a service it was that we were providing, you know, and I, and I saw that they didn't, they didn't value what I was doing, but I also saw that whenever I did a retail job, the people that I did the job for really saw the value and they wanted to hug me. And I'm like, wow, these people want to hug me. These people hate me. So um, I really kind of uh, wanted to move towards the people that wanted to hug me. <laughs> so I, I developed a, you know, just a, what I did basically was fix a dent. Just literally fix a dent from start to finish perfectly. Okay. And that's, and that's, I think was what, what is missing from a lot of the, the technicians that are out there today is they think that, you know, right from training, you're going to go start go to people's houses and fix a dent, fix a dent completely, you know, make it go away, you know, first, and then start talking to the retail customers, you know, don't experiment on their cars. You know, you, you want to really have the, uh, the experience under your belt. It all comes down to repetition, you know, but you know, once I figured out how to fix that dent completely, um, it honestly made my confidence level skyrocket, you know, and I was able to, um, you know, I, I found this and I, I wanted to show it to people. So I put it on video and, um, immediately when I put it on video and I set up a little campaign on Facebook, I was getting a lot of traction and, um, I was, I mean, busy, 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 you know, and I think video is, is the single most, uh, powerful thing that, uh, happened in my business as far as, uh, you know, a pivotal moment, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so you went back to that and I think your answer to that was being fired was really one of the things that changed your mindset in this business. Like, okay, now I need to, these are the things I need to do now in order to create the business that I really want. Yes. It's like scarcity that, you know, the laws of scarcity, that's exactly what happened. And, um, you know, it really makes you uh, understand what you need to do, you know. And to relate that to the time now, because we're on, we're recording this on April 21st. It's not going to come out for a couple of weeks, but we're sure. in the middle of, you know, literally a global pandemic. Sure. As you call it. Um, people's businesses have changed for now, potentially forever. Um, this is a tragedy for in a lot of different ways. Just like you getting fired was a tragedy. I think dur- the day you got fired, you didn't have that opinion that you have now. You weren't like, Oh, this is, I'll just like do my marketing and everything's going to be fine. Right? No, it's a journey and a process to get there. But just what I keep trying to tell people now Absolutely. is yes, this time is bad, but what can you take from it 
to become to become a better person to have a better business down the road exactly yeah. like the situation that you had exactly so, yeah that's agree with that? okay. well said yeah yep that's great awesome man okay so every guy that is great has someone they look up to i don't know what this answer is going to be um but have you found somebody in this industry that you look at and say like wow i wish i could repair dents like him or <laughs> Uh, of course, man. Yeah, okay, of course. It, I, yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot out there. Um, I think probably if I had to throw a name out there, uh, probably uh, Geddes Arlson is is probably the single most. I, I I just I've never seen anything quite like it. You know, if you go onto his Facebook page, you what check was his out. name again? Can you say, repeat it? Geddes Arlson. So okay, if you, okay, we're going to get that name and put it in the show notes so you can check that out. Yeah. Yeah. The guy is, I mean, I, I wish um, there was a way for, we could get him on this podcast to ask him questions. I mean, does he, he speak English? Asks, I'm guessing is that, no, he doesn't. Yeah. That's the, that's one of the biggest issues. Unfortunately. Um, I just think that, um, you know, looking at his repairs, I mean, he, he clearly has something more than just time. You know, <laughs> it's um, you know, you think, Yes, you know, if you spend enough time on a repair, then you'll get it to that level. But this guy's got more than that. You know, there's something more behind it. So. Okay, two questions. Do you and and I'll try to I'll try to bring us back here. But do you think that making a dent perfect starts from the first push? That one has to be right, or is there I think, different paths? I yeah, there's. It's a hard question to answer. I mean, okay. yes, the, uh, there is. Um, you know, keeping and managing a dent in the beginning uh, does determine the outcome, I think. Um, keeping it manageable um, during the repair, yeah, for sure. But the finishing, um, I think, has a lot to do, you know, with the end result, for sure. I mean, as far as, like, uh, really picking them out to where you just can't tell, you know, I mean. Yeah, just the time, the dedication, the hustle, the grit, sure. whatever you want to call it. Absolutely, yeah. Do you know Geddes? Have you talked to Geddes? Yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, I've talked to him on the uh, on Facebook Messenger before, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, not it's really it's hard, you know, yeah, because sure. I'm constantly having to translate what he's saying. And um, what do you think uh, he has that you don't, or what do you think he has I, that we don't I, have? I think. Um, I think I, personally, I think that, that he spends a lot more time on these repairs, you know, than, than most people would. But I think that's also the, the Brazilian mm -hmm. way of doing things. Mm -hmm. and have this, it's just a, it's an amazing um, way of just, they're, they're good at a lot of things. I mean, they really are. They're so good at whatever they do. And honestly, I, I kind of, um, I, 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 I kind of live my life the kind of the same way. If you, you know, if you, if you want to do uh, something, do it the best you could possibly do it, you know, and mm -hmm. I try to model that, you know, and um, I don't know. If you ever get a chance, go on there, check it out. It's pretty mild. I will. I will. Definitely. So. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I, yeah. someone, you're someone I've looked up for, to for a long time. Like I said, carrying the torch for what repairs, um, are supposed to look like, I believe, and just making it possible. Cause there's things I've literally had pictures, videos come through and I'll say, well, Bryce Kelly could probably fix that. So I might as well give it a shot. <laughs> right. I don't always get what I want on the back end, but at least, at least I think you're help, helping propel the industry forward. So, well, thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but you are going to start training people. So just hopefully, so you guys can get a little insight. It's not only, it's not just like 
you know, push on the lows and tap the highs. There's so much more to dent repair. And if you're going to look for training, you want to learn it from a guy that is just knows the mindset of it. Like someone that can teach you this should be your slogan to be one with the dent, <laughs> right? I mean, I like I like someone it. that can give you that, not just the physical tapping and pushing. Um, do you want to talk about that for a second as we, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I haven't officially launched the, the training aspect of my business yet, but, um, it does it on the website. You know, I put a, a link up there, you know, on cfldentrepair.com or centralfloridentrepair.com. It's under the training tab there. And basically it's, um, you know, I have a beginner and advanced uh, training course. Uh, one, uh, you know, the beginner training is obviously a, a longer training session where it's about three weeks of, uh, you know, start to finish, uh, you know, starting a dent and then being able to fully finish a dent. Um, you know, basic marketing strategies, um, you know, glue pulling strategies, knocking down. Of course, there's a bunch of things that obviously you learn uh, from a beginner standpoint. But then you have the advanced training, which is um, more along the lines of like Navy SEALs <laughs> training, okay, <laughs> there, where it's, it's like it's cramming five days of just um, just intensity, man, just, you know, trying to make you see what I'm seeing, you know, and, and understand, um, you know, it's definitely not for everybody. Um, Neil, Navy SEAL, Navy SEAL training is not for everybody. <laughs> so basically they try to break you, right? <laughs> and that's what you're going to try. You're going to push the limits. Into- I, I probably shouldn't use that as a <laughs> comparison, but you know, it, it's, it's intense. Like if, if you spend, you know, that amount of money with me, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure you come out with a, a big value and you understand what you're getting, you know? And there's a big disclosure at the bottom of my uh, training uh, site there. It basically says, you know, it's, it's all about the grit. You know, it's about what you put in is what you're going to get out, you know. And, and real-world experience is the biggest key. Um, and repetitive motion, um, that's the only way to really get it. And, you know, I, I just I can't stress that enough. So, All right, man. You guys heard it here. So uh, look them up check them out. I don't know when it's, when it's launching, hopefully, um, I guess after the yeah. opens back up, it's probably a good time. Yeah. To start that. A good time. Uh, check it out at your convenience, of course. And, uh, yeah, you can fill out the contact form if you have any more info. Absolutely. All right, Bryce, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate yeah. you ask some of those, um, some of those deeper questions outside of just how sure. to fix dents, but all the mindset around it. So, yeah. And I appreciate what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And uh, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, you can find me on Instagram at DentProSac or on my website at CoachCoreyK.com. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.